This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning we're going to be focusing on youth in the area. We're going to be learning about some of the things happening in our area schools and uh, how drills in schools can save lives. Yeah, make the students safer. We're visiting this morning with some friends from the School Resource Officers Program. Our phone number, uh, and we'll be taking text messages and phone calls throughout the program this morning. So I guess the easiest way is really a text message. Uh, that way you won't have to hold on to the line uh, for us to finish a topic. Just send us a text at 615-893-1450. And you can do that right now. As a matter of fact, we can start taking those text messages 615-893-1450. Dustin Cox is with us. Uh, Dustin, good morning to you. How's everything going with you? Good morning to you, Bart. Everything's great. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, first, uh, introduce us to your friends. Uh, today we have Sergeant Culp and uh, Deputy Grisham. Uh, they're going to be discussing um, the drills that's coming up. And um, I'm just here to explain what's Coming up here in the next month or so with the SRO division and um, uh, what we have planned for the community. So, now tell us about the golf tournament because we had some wrong information that uh, we put out there. Don't want to put out the wrong information. Um, you're good. What we got coming up is the SRO division has decided to uh, find ways to raise money for the scholarship program and the special needs kids within our county. Um, what we've done is um, the golf tournament is set for October 16th. Um, at Cedar Crest Golf Course, uh, and I'm going to go over a little bit about the programs we're um, going to raise money for. First, we're going to raise money for the scholarship program. What that is is uh, seniors within the high schools of Rutherford County, um, they will write an essay, uh, and then the SRO division sets up a committee which we read the essays, and we give out scholarship money to that student um, who we choose had their best essay written. Um, that's where some of the money is going to. And the other money, um, we are going to um, have a special needs event coming up in March. And uh, we're just raising money so they can have a fun field day, um, sort of a field trip. They get to uh, get on the bus, come to the Ag Center, and just enjoy a fun day um, outside of school. Okay. Uh, now, you said it's October the 16th at Cedar Crest. What do people need to do? When is the time of the beginning? What what do they need to be a part of that? Absolutely. So what we do is um, I've got flyers and uh, brochures posted out. Uh, we have a Facebook page. But if you have any any questions regarding that, if you want to sponsor a whole, um, if you want to get get a team together, um, 
they can email me at dcox at rcsotn.org or they can call me at 615-995-8919. 615-995-8919. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, what time does the game start? Uh, the golf tournament's going to begin at 8 with the registration beginning at 7. Um, and I'll go ahead and uh, we will also have a live auction that day. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a lot of great items to, to be auctioned off. Uh, we've got some tickets to the Titans games. I've got some autographed pictures from the Preds, uh, Natural Predators. We have um, just odd-in gifts. Uh, we've got signed guitar by Old Dominion coming. Um, and we also got a signed photo of Blake Shelton coming as well. So wow. there's a lot of great items. That's going to be a live auction there. Okay, and if, if people have some items they would like to donate to the auction, can they do that? Absolutely. We will take anything. I'm not going to turn anybody down. We, this this is for the kids here within Rutherford County. So all proceeds, will all money raised will go to the kids within our county. Okay. And that uh, tournament again is October the 16th. So you can be <coughs> thinking about that and putting it on your calendar now. Uh, just give them a call and say, hey, I want to be a part of it. I want to be a sponsor. I want to give items to be auctioned, whatever. 615-995-8919. All righty. Anything else that we need to promote right now? I think we're good. Just if you have any questions, again, you've got my email and my phone number. Um, uh, if you have questions about uh, how much is it to a team, what a whole sponsor costs, they can email me. They can call me. And I'll send them the information. So, um, what's the official name of that? It's going to be the first inaugural SRO golf tournament. Okay. So this is going to be an ongoing thing. Yes, sir. We're going to try to uh, do this um, on a yearly basis to uh, keep the funds going for the um, special needs kids as well as the uh, scholarship fund. Very good. So help them out there. It's October the sixteenth, and that's over at Cedar Crest. One of the things that. has been so beneficial for the youngsters is the safety drills at schools. Uh, we've all become familiar uh, growing up uh, with, with fire drills, but the drills are, are much more extensive now than just fire drills. Tell us a little about the drills and what you do at the different schools to make those happen. Sure. So we we do a a, a schedule of drills uh, to to work through you know various scenarios that we that we could encounter as, as an emergency situation at schools. Uh, we we do scenarios with with staff only, with uh, emergency teams only. Uh, we do scenarios with the entire school to include the students. And our ultimate goal is is for us to be able to respond in an emergency situation appropriately uh, to uh, to minimize whatever emergency that may be. Okay. By the way, that was Deputy Kyle Grisham. Uh, SRO Dustin Cox, uh, Sergeant Cox, tell us a little about uh, uh, Sergeant Kofsky. <laughs> thank, thank you for the promotion there, Mark. Appreciate that. I'll let the sheriff know later. <laughs> I just, just thought you deserved that. So. <laughs> Sergeant Kof. Tell us a little about some of the things that are happening, especially over at Central Magnet School. Well, as far as the drills go, you know, we've got the, uh, the we're working with the safety teams in the school with the, made up of teachers and the, the nurse and, and administration. Um, next week, 
countywide, and then the week after that would be the um, actual safety drills. But with uh, you know the the school board voted last week to um, extend a uh, mask. Um, kind of a requirement for the for the faculty and the and schools so that kind of we we i think we talked about this a little bit last year before the drills the covid and and distancing and contact tracing creates a little bit of a challenge for the drills so we have to kind of be careful what we do and and but we still you know we still get in and, and teach the kids about how to be safe and options they have and teachers options that they have and you know our ultimate goal is if something bad happens not to be a victim and to respond accordingly whether that's a fire or you know tornado or whatever crisis could happen in the neighborhood we have a text here from a listener who's asking uh we hear so much in the news about active shooters in schools Thank goodness we've never had that happening here, but are we prepared? Do we have safety drills for that? I don't know that you can ever be fully prepared, um, but yes, we we talk about that a lot. Our drills, a lot of our drills are focused around that. Um, so yes, we do as much as we can do without traumatizing everyone. You know, we um, obviously law enforcement has to be a little more prepared than uh, teachers. And I tell our faculty every year that I'm, you know, it's a sad state of affairs when teachers have to even worry about that. But mentally, they need to be prepared. They need to know what to do and and how to respond to that. And that's you know that's the point of the drills is to prepare so if there is a problem we can kind of maybe see where the problem is and address it before it a, a real event happens and hopefully like you said hopefully that never happens that was sergeant scott culp and deputy kyle grisham has a thought yeah the, as far as as far as the active shooter stuff goes that you know obviously that's something that the SRO division takes very seriously uh there's there's the division sent a, a group of SROs out of state to, to federal agencies to to do active shooter instructor schools and stuff like that, so that we can bring uh, the knowledge from the federal level back down to the local level, uh, and then we conduct trainings within our own division, you know, from that federal training uh, to you know to the SROs specifically, so that we can uh, so that you know that we can respond the, the same way that that is. Early, that is suggested fed, on the federal level. Very good. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. If you have a question this morning or a comment, uh, easiest thing to do is just text us on that number, 615-893-1450. Here's a, a listener who says we hear quite a bit about the code yellows and lockdowns. Somebody of suspicion is uh, in a neighborhood, and so they'll lock down a school to make it safe. Uh, with yesterday's issue dealing with a stabbing, uh, what kind of situation do you do to protect the students there? Well, without going into too much detail about how the plans um, work, obviously get the students away from the incident, whatever it is, you know, whether it's um, a, you know, a, a student that's ill or an injury or, you know, even with um, Rockvale last week, I think it was last week where we had the um, gas leak at the high school. Um, no matter what the incident is, we need to get those students away, the, the non-involved students away from the incident into safety. Um, teachers are, are instructed on what to do. They're taught on what to do. Um, and responding law enforcement's also 
and you know we we go through a lot of training with other um, departments other divisions on on how to respond how we will be responding how they should respond and and um, working together and so basically the isolating the other students getting them away from the danger and keeping them safe whether that's just moving to one side of the building or whether it's actually leaving that campus going to somewhere else very good our phone number again 615-893-1450 looking at ways to keep the youngsters safe uh do you have a lot of training programs yourself and do you get information from other sros across tennessee and around the nation we do um we go through extra training um as police officers, we have uh, a certain amount of hours every year that we're required to get. Um, SROs are required to get more than that. Um, a lot of our, when we come back to school, um, the school year starts, we go through a lot of training on law updates and, and different ways that we would respond during that year. We train together as a division and communicate a lot. Um, I know a lot of us work together after school, different events at schools and in the county. Um, there's a lot of good camaraderie within our division and our department. And, and so that allows us to be able to communicate openly with the detectives or patrol or within our own division as the SRO division. We're talking this morning about school safety and how the school resource officers program uh, does a phenomenal job of keeping our students safe. 20 years ago, who would have thought that we would need a program like this. Our country's really changing. Is it is it changing this way in other parts of the world, or is it just in the United States? No, it's other places, too. And, and I don't know, you know, outside of our country, a, a whole lot of information about how it's changing. And laws and, and mindsets are different other places. But I know in our nation, you know, 20 years ago, we were teaching D.A.R.E., and there's still some departments teaching D.A.R.E., but at that time you would teach D.A.R.E., and D.A.R.E.'s philosophy was you went into the school and you were unarmed. And um, it was shortly around that around that 20 years ago mark that there was started to be a little bit of a grumbling from police departments and um, divisions about what happens if there is a school shooting or if there is an event at the school and the officers in the school but they don't have their weapon on them and so that's when dare had to change um, a lot of departments philosophies their their um, policies had to change and schools policies had to change on law enforcement in the schools um, at that time it was more of a response if there was a problem they'd call the police like everyone else would and you know now more re- less in the entire country um politics excluded there's you know police officers in most schools and tennessee encourages that and and obviously rutherford county we know the benefits of that and we um, are blessed to have that ability and that good working relationship with the county and the school systems and and the city and and so very definitely very blessed here to be proactive in that aspect the sro program has really done a great job of uh, joining hands with the students and and being mentors for the students. Uh, Is there any age group that seems to 
do better with the SROs as far as that mentoring, or is this an across-the-board need for all ages? I think it's across the board. I mean, there's benefits to every, and these guys can all say, you know, we've got high school, elementary, middle school, all all represented here, and um, there's benefits to all grade levels. The older kids, you get to have more fun with different kinds of activities, the clubs and the events that you can go to, but elementary... You know, I, it's refreshing to step back into an elementary school once in a while and, and remind, be reminded that you're still a hero. You know, a lot of um, the news coming out today is it makes it hard to want to be a police officer, and um, it's hard on our families and things, and we get um, burnt out mentally. But to be able to be around the the just the innocence of that grade level where they just enjoy being you being there and who you are and what you represent. And well, tell us a, a little more about uh, that bonding, because I understand that uh, down the road, years and years down the road, you run into students and then they come up to you. Uh, how, how does that feel? How do you, you, you're almost like a rock star. I mean, I'll jump in, um, but that is true. There's, you know, we've been doing this, I'm going on 15 years, a little bit more, and, and I've got students that was at my my first year in SRO. I got students that are dropping their kids off at my school now. So, and, and they that thank explains me. the gray hair. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. Sorry, to, <laughs> you don't know. I just got promoted on the show today, so be careful. It, it just it's refreshing that you see these kids that that were in high school that needed that extra boost and. Um, and to show that you do care, whether they make a mistake or not. Um, and then they come back and said, if it wasn't for you, I don't know where I'd be um, just by helping them get through some issues. So it's, it is refreshing. I mean, I, I've spent time at high school, middle school, and elementary. So I've had the opportunity to go to every every you know grade level. But, I mean, just seeing these elementary kids. And I'll, I'll continue on that not to uh – Still, anything from Kyle either. I know that all all officers that work with kids on a regular basis and have done it for a while have good stories of kids coming up yeah. and, and letting them know how they've changed their lives or parents and and. But I had a um, when I started thirty years ago, I was in Ohio and moved down here twenty years ago, and my oldest son was getting married, and one of his friends in Ohio was in Nashville um, starting her singing career. And I didn't, I'd lost track. I didn't, you know, you see thousands of kids a year. And um, she was she was singing at their wedding, my son's wedding. And I went up and just said hi to her. I'd recognized her name a little bit. And, and she pulled me off to the side and, and told me that the third grade seatbelt lesson that I taught her in her class, um, that it was right after high school, and she'd always, at, from that point on, she always wore a seatbelt, made sure that parents always wore their seatbelts in the cars, and, and she was in a pretty bad accident, and had it not been for that class, she would have not probably wore her seatbelt. Her, her, she was not raised at that time to wear her seatbelt all the time, and, and so she credited me for in that lesson for saving her life, and she's now in California and, and doing great things. And, and, but it's, the, it's, it's just that... You never know what it's going to do, and you know we're just blessed to be able to be in law enforcement in a job where we have that kind of access and can actually you know change lives for a positive way. We had one of the first 
SRO programs in the nation, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, the first in the state and one of the first in the nation. That, that has to make you feel proud. Oh, it is proud. I mean, just being a part of Rutherford County and and this department and what it stands for and the fact that any training or any end service we go with other departments, they know of Rutherford County and the SRO program. I'll bet you Truman Jones is listening right now because he's about to come on the air in about 25 minutes. So I know he's beaming ear to ear because he was the sheriff who uh, got all this started. That is correct. So exciting times. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment, check on the traffic, weather, and things of that sort. We will be back and continue the conversation. We're talking about the School Resource Officers Program. If you have a question, if you have a comment, maybe you, like uh, the young lady that uh, we just heard about, uh, have a thought that changed your life from an SRO. Call us or text us. 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. Don't throw away old flags. WGNS retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered Bibles here, too. We're more than talk. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demas' now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas, and we can deliver it to your door. If you're interested in our catering, you can go to demasesrestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event. Demas's Family Restaurants. Go to demasesrestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume on 24 going westbound, passing uh, Bell Road, Hickory Hollow Parkway. All the traffic headed towards Davidson County, Nashville. With this weather in the area throughout the day, just play it safe and give yourself extra travel time. Oktoberfest at Obergatlinburg, September 24th through October 31st. Log on to Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with cloudy sky conditions high in the low 80s. Winds out of the west between 5 and 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 71. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. In this salute, we talk to a veteran who fought in the Vietnam War. When we got back into California, they told us, do not wear your uniforms. Keith Redluff served in the U.S. Army. He was in Vietnam. We were veterans that had just come home. I've been called baby killer. I've been spit on. In a restaurant, people talking bad about you. Veteran Rudliff in Vietnam. Four individuals plus myself. I was a radio operator, and we had three artillery pieces that we supported the Arvins when they went out on missions. Just uh, five of us. Something happened, and you get overrun. You're on your own. Help is 30, 40, maybe even an hour away. Just have to do the best you can with what you have and survive. I didn't realize until I got over there 
was in the first ambush that those people were trying to kill me. And I didn't know them. I had done nothing to them. And that's when you just have to get the mindset that it's going to be them and not me. You're one heartbeat away. That's war. Unfortunately, you try the very best to protect the person on your right and left because you know they're not going to leave you and you're not going to leave them. We're all going to come out of here together or somebody else is going to have to carry us out of here together. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. If you know a veteran you'd like to highlight, let WGNS know and we'll honor them in our daily salute to veterans. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One MiddleTennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. The Action Line, Rutherford Issues, The Morning News, Swap and Shop, The Crewman Show. We're keeping it local on WGNS AM, FM, online. Welcome back. We're focusing on our youngsters, keeping them safe. SROs, Sergeant Scott Kulp with us this morning, Deputy Kyle Grisham, and SRO Dustin Cox. And we have all the bases covered this morning, elementary school, middle school, high school. Uh, We've got a question here from a listener. Uh, Share with us some of the conversations you've had with students who've asked you to come to their graduation ceremonies from college, maybe come to their weddings, uh, come to when they have that first child born. That has to be special. Has, Has that happened to each of you? Share with us on that. Whoever wants to jump in, I've I've been to uh, numerous um, college graduations for students that was in. Um, I don't think I've ever been to a wedding, um, but yeah, absolutely. There's there's students that see me the graduation and they've emailed me and said, "I better see you there," um, and make sure you bring that blow horn that's going to get taken up by the <laughs> the, the SROs working. So yeah, I've been invited to numerous of them. Okay, and that was Dustin Cox, by the way. Uh, who wants to jump in next? I know both of you have had something happening to you. So, as as far as the relationships where the kids are, are concerned, like you know, there's there you know we have SROs at every level, and and we try to match the uh, the SROs personalities uh, with the schools that they that they serve. Um, uh, for example, I'm, I'm in a high school. Uh, I have a tendency to get along better with the older kids, or uh, I'm able to establish that relationship with the older kids a little bit better. I, I coach football at my school. I, you know, I do various other things, but but kind of the way I view my kids. So my own children attend my school. Uh, <clears throat> I coach my own kid uh, on on the football team and all those things. But I, you know, with with that being said, with you know, with all of the all of the kids, I've, I I view them all the kind kind of the same. Like I, in in a large way, I view all of the kids as my kids. Um, and I, you know, uh, so it's, it, it is, it is a very, you know, personal thing. Uh, and it's, it, it's a, that relationship that we establish with the kids is something that I value greatly. I mean, it's, I think it's beneficial to them, uh, in, in many ways, but it's also beneficial to me as a, as a, as a person, as an officer and all those things. Um, when I, like I worked patrol for 10 years prior to doing, uh, to working as an SRO and a lot, and a lot of the things that we do in law enforcement are, 
are negative. You know, I mean, you know, when you're working patrol, people don't call the police when things are going good. Uh, and so there's a, there's a pretty big negative aspect to law enforcement in general. Uh, but so becoming an SRO and establishing those relationships with the kids, uh, that's, that, that, you know, I, I hope and pray every day that that benefits the kids. But I'm also thankful every day that the benefit that I get from that, uh, because by establishing those relationships, it, it brings a much more positive aspect to our job to, to us. So that was Kyle Grisham, by the way. Uh, Scott Culp, what, what about you? What are some of the things that happened? Well, I've got um, one wedding reception, I guess, in the next few weeks, and then another way that actually this Sunday I've got a wedding to go to from um, students that have graduated to other schools or schools that I've been at um, that just have stayed in contact. Um, I try not to uh, friend students on uh, social media while they're students but after they get out and they start their lives and their careers um i I don't mind if you know they find me on facebook or whatever and and we're friends then and kind of see their where their lives go and what accomplishments they've done we've got several military students that have graduated and come back in uniform to see us and, and um just you know bringing babies around to see them you run into them in the store and and they're introducing you to their spouse and and their little kids and um who you know still wide-eyed because there you are as a police officer um but yeah um the longer you're in it the more it affects you and like um kyle and dustin both said you know you do you do look at the students in your school under your care more or less as as your own children and and um, I know it, it affects time off. You know, you don't really take off if there's, if there's anything going on at school, you feel like you need to be there. And I would feel bad if anything ever happened and I wasn't there. Now, with the youngsters at the schools, uh, you're very much involved. Uh, uh, Kyle, you said you helped with coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, Scott, you, you were out driving all over the world, <laughs> all over the United States anyway, uh, in the old uh, Pontiac. Uh, what's the name of the Pontiac? Does Bonnie. It, Bonnie, okay. Bonnie the Pontiac. <laughs> <laughs> and are you getting ready for, for next year yet? Uh, mentally, no. Um, physically, <laughs> I guess, yes. Um, you know, our mechanic, Dean, has already um, done a couple improvements. We've got some more improvements that were. Uh, um, I'm to do to Bonnie. We had a uh, 1930 Model A donated donated to our club um, about two years ago, and so we've got plans now to try to get it up. And we'd love to to you know maybe put in a second car so with you some have older to. students. Our students that we've talked about for years on here are um, they have either graduated college. One of those is one of the weddings I have coming up and or the wedding reception and and so um we've got some other plans going with the stones river car club and and things like that um at this point in getting ready for next year we're still learning the new rules that they're coming out with and what adjustments that means for us you know last year they changed the rule that if it was all 18 or years or older in the car an adult driver you couldn't have an adult driver. It had to be a student. And so that's when we ended up with the students driving and, and navigating and doing it all on their own. Um, this year we've got some younger students that are starting in the club, and um, we're going to start training them up. And so I'll probably be back in the car unless I can find someone else willing to jump in there. But um probably be back in the car next year. And and so we're eyeing that. And if we can get the kids ready and the car keep the car ready, I'm sure we'll go back to next year. 
I guess you don't have any real problem of convincing the children, uh, our students rather, that that they should drive. Oh no, they it's a fight over who's going to drive. Um yeah, we just have to stay within the rules of the race and and you know when you have younger students um that aren't 18 yet and and you're being responsible for the the that child, I feel kind of, you know, I, I guess I'm more anxious than some would be about putting a 16 or 17 year old in a car with a 22 year old college student even though they're great drivers, they're great kids, it's still, you know, that's that parent instinct of of mine that kind of kicks in now when they were out this year uh going uh alone on the path how close were you i mean did you ever worry about hey they may have taken oh i the worried wrong about turn. it all the time <laughs> from the time they got up in the morning as to whether they were actually all going to get out of bed and whether they were going to make it to breakfast and whether the car was going to start whether they'd get off on time whether they'd make their first stop whether you know it was never ending um we don't know exactly where they were at at when they were on the route, we were on the interstate most of the time, but I'd figure at most probably 50 to 60 miles away from them. Um, we were taking a direct line to the next stop, and they were going out and around doing the racing. Um, but at any given time, you just always checking your phone, waiting for a phone call, and hoping you never get that phone call. So you were not on the next road over no. sort of traveling along? No, we have to stay away from We don't want to interfere with the race cars and their timing and everything. And so there's actually a rule that all um, – support teams have to stay away if you get involved in the race at all it's it could possibly penalize your team for the day or even kick them out of the race now this is not a race of who gets there first it's based on time yes everyone has an exact time that we don't know but the race officials know that we should be at every checkpoint and at the end of the day and ultimately at the end of the race. The kids don't know it? They don't know it. All they have is turn-by-turn directions. As long as they follow the speed and the turns accurately, don't get lost, and are able to factor how long it takes them to stop and how long it takes them to start back up again and and get to speed um, and do those speed changes and the and the math therein um, they should be at the every checkpoint and every stop on the second is the goal and and they were this time they, oh, they were really were very yes close. they did great <laughs> they did great i think we were just at a minute maybe of, for the entire 2300 miles um a minute off so yeah yeah they <laughs> they did really well now, will this be more of a challenge if you put in, what is it, Model A, did you say? Yeah, Model A will be, um, it has a better handicap um, time variance, but at the same time, it's 1930 technology instead of 1953 technology. So the tires are no more narrow. Um, you're driving a four-cylinder car with um, uh, uh, um, non-synchronized transmission, so you're shifting manually a lot double clutching um a lot of extra effort a lot of yes and it's it's you know the seats aren't quite as comfortable you can't fit as many kids in it um and it tends to roll a little more on the turns it it definitely sways and and it's not made to go around turns quite as fast it's probably rough on a rainy day too yes those wipers (laughs) that one manual wiper the navigator gets to manual i didn't know that okay yes Interesting. So uh, we'll be following that one closely when it gets going again, and hopefully you'll have two entries in that. That was Sergeant Scott Cup. Uh, let's talk with Deputy Grisham and SRO Cox a little about some of the programs that they're involved in. Uh, what do you do at your school? Uh, we, we've heard about the, the car races, the great race. Uh, are there similar things for other age groups? 
Yeah, they every school in the county, um, the SRO gets involved in the program they, they like to do, whether it be a running club that they formed, um, whether it would be, um, like uh, Deputy Grisham said, he, he loves football, and, and he loves that. So he gets involved in that. Um, at Thurman Francis Arts Academy, where I'm the SRO at, uh, I have, uh, and I'm the coach of the softball team. Um, I've coached softball for years. Uh, my my little child, when we were younger, when she was younger, we traveled the southeast and played in tournaments, uh, softball tournaments, and we were ranked in the southeast. So I went back to my roots, and um, uh, now I coach softball for Thurman Francis. Um, coached baseball for about three years there, and I helped her basketball. So I try to get involved in, in a little bit of everything just so I have kids that say, he helped me here. He helped me with this sport. Um, I do a lot. I go to soccer matches and, and watch the kids. So um, I just try to be there for everybody, whatever the club there is, drama club, uh, any school club, I'm there to help them out as, as whatever I can. Sort of a, a, a real friend, a person who cares. Absolutely. I, I don't have um, I don't have that drive like Sergeant Culp has with his, with his, um, his driving race. Uh, so I just um, I get involved in, in anything that I can after school. Um, um, it can be anything from art club to uh, uh, photo club, to, just to, to any sport. Mm-hmm. Deputy Gershom, tell us a little about some of the things that your students are involved in that that you're sort of laying a hand on. Sure. So we, um, you know, I coach football. Uh, I, you know, I spend a lot of time, obviously, with the main sports. But we, you know, I, I make a personal goal, and, and and I think most of us as SROs do. We, I try to make a, a personal goal to you know to make a connection with and and connect with with all the kids you know i mean the kids that aren't athletes the kids that that are uh in in you know academic type clubs and all that kind of stuff one like one uh, an example of that is one thing that i'm trying to do right now uh i went and asked permission uh, yesterday uh to run uh to run the obstacle course with our 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 rotc program uh so i came out of the military uh prior to law enforcement and so i feel like i you know kind of have that connection with the rotc kids uh, so, you know, one thing that all of us do is, you know, we pull from personal experiences and try to connect with, you know, with with every every student if if, if we can. Um, you know, there's, you know, especially at the high schools, we have, you know, a, ho- a whole vast array of clubs and teams and 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 things, and and so we try to 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 spread a, you know, spread ourselves as as much as we can and and make a connection with as many as many kids as we can. Here's a question from a listener, and any one of you who wants to jump in on this one, uh, they are wanting to know more about the requirements and pay for becoming an SRO. And everybody points to Scott Culp. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not sure why I got that question, but um, the requirements are that you need to be a certified um, police officer. And um, our requirements right now are that you have one year of, of law enforcement experience before coming here. Um, also, the pay, I don't know exactly what the pay scale is, but I know that an SRO and a, you know, is a deputy, and at the Sheriff's Department, a deputy is a deputy, and, and so it's whatever our patrol starting pay is. Okay. Uh, good opportunity for uh, – do you have uh, youngsters who come out of school and come back and say, I, I was so enjoying of the program, I want to be a part of it? Now. I know of at least two SROs currently that were – 
affected positively by the SROs in their school and are here specifically because that's what they wanted to do. They became police officers and, and joined the Sheriff's Department. That's got to be SROs. the ultimate compliment. It's a, <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty big deal. I don't know how many departments would have that. But it's, yeah, I would think that's a an honor to have that. I know I'm pretty proud. They weren't my kids in school, but I'm pretty proud to know that that is happening. Very definitely. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause again for just a moment. We'll be back, and it'll be our final segment. So if you're thinking, there's a question I want to ask. Don't think about it too much longer because you'll end up and you'll be on the Truman Show, and this show will be over. <laughs> 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City. Animal City is your pet bird destination. Whether you're looking for a new home for your feathered friend or plenty of toys and enrichment to keep them happy, we are the place for you. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. We have all the things that you need to keep your feathered friends happy. We have a great selection of enclosures and lots of toys and enrichment to choose from. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with cloudy sky conditions high in the low 80s. Winds out of the west between 5 and 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 71. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume on 24 going westbound, passing uh, Bell Road, Hickory Hollow Parkway. All the traffic headed towards Davidson County, Nashville. With this weather in the area throughout the day, just play it safe and give yourself extra travel time. Oktoberfest at Obert Gatlinburg, September 24th through October 31st. Log on to obertgatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We're loud. We're proud. We're blue. WGNS AM and FM, your home for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Welcome back. We're focusing on the School Resource Officers Program and the great job that they're doing to keep our students safe. And uh, let's talk a little about the different groups that we have not touched on. First of all, COVID has to be a challenge for you. I mean, we look at the high school sports schedule that we try to carry on the radio, and we'll be promoting one game in a few hours before the game. Sometimes that game's canceled. We try to find another game to do. That has to be a challenge for you as well. Uh, you don't know whether the kids are going to be in school one day or the next. 
these days. It's uncertain. How, how are you handling those things? Because uh, that has to be a sort of a mental issue, a, a challenge for the kids, too. I'm sure it is that, you know, they're concerned if, you know, we've had two years now of seniors in high school and, and eighth graders that are playing their last year of a certain sport and, and the games are canceled or they don't get to play. And, and it's been pretty traumatic. I know two years ago, um, one of our kids in particular at Central was just, you know, it was his senior year. This was the year that we'd talked about for years coming up and, you know, it was his chance to shine and he just never got it. And, you know, whether that affected him in college, I don't know where he was going to go after that as far as the sport, but it is, it is tough. And, and so you've got kids that are very concerned about just, you know, being contact traced and, and their season being affected. I guess this is a, a, another opportunity, if, if you ought to look at it, is an opportunity for an SRO to sort of mentor with a child and let them know, hey, that, that may have been a surprise, but here's how you can get past that. And that is, and I know these guys are the same way. We all have kind of the same personality to do this job. But, um, you know, the first couple of weeks of school, we masks were optional. And, and I really kind of enjoyed being able to smile again at the kids. And, and that's one of my biggest roles at Central. The classes are pretty high performing. And the I feel bad if I go in and, and take over a lesson for a teacher and then they miss out that day and on that class and it would affect a test grade or or something. So my interaction with the kids largely is is um, in the hallways and, and just clubs and activities like that. And, and so I really enjoy being in the hallway and smiling every day and just being a happy face for them to see um, no matter what's going on in my life and, and in the schools, just being able to smile. And, and that's one thing that the mass, um, I guess it, it changes is that they can still see the wrinkles in my eyes, but you know, I don't know, they're not getting the full effect of the smile and it tends to affect how communication in the hallway and things are going. But other than that, I mean, there's some challenges we have with our clubs, you know, central car club was firing up this year and we were about to have, um, we had just had 17 kids in our first initial meeting and we were um, expecting probably about 25 to 30, the next meeting and expected the third meeting. We probably end up in the auditorium because we'd have so many kids involved in it and ended up, um, after that first meeting, everything's gone virtual. And so our next meeting is going to be on a Zoom meeting. And, you know, I'm not, I'm, I, that, I haven't done very many Zoom meetings. And so it's going to be a challenge to try to keep the clubs going and ec- extra activities. We have just a few minutes left. And, and one of the areas that we mentioned or you were talking about during the break was a book about to be published. So, um, we, yeah, we were talking about, we, we were talking about what we were doing in schools, but we have a lot of good positive things going on in a lot of our schools in the, in the county. Um, between, we've got one SRO at high school that, um, or two SROs, I guess, have worked together in starting a fishing club. Um, they actually go out on the weekends and, and in boats and fish. Um, we have, um, an SRO at elementary school, Officer Chad Dotson, that, um, started last year during COVID with a, a stuffed animal that was given donated to the school and he just picked it up and and started interacting with the kids with the stuffed animal and it ended up with a name pancake and now he's got a couple other characters that go along with it and and they're on announcements they do help with their fundraisers and they're starting a program at last casas for needy kids and kids that are less fortunate for birthday parties and they've written a book 
and the book about pancake is about to be published and out to where people can buy and and so hopefully we'll be seeing that around but just a lot of exciting fun things even through you know times that maybe not so fun but there's a lot of fun activities going on that that the schools and the communities around those schools get the benefit of well we really appreciate all that the sro program does for the community uh, especially these days where there's so many challenges facing the youngsters and parents uh, you make it bearable and and you're making a positive impact on the lives of these students we've been visiting this morning with sergeant scott culp Deputy Kyle Grisham and SRO Dustin Cox from the School Resource Officers Program. Thank you for all that you do. Truman's next, right here on your good neighbor station, WGNS Murfreesboro. Hey, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.